The biggest names in tennis are coming to Paris for the most anticipated Roland Garros in years. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. Experience three weeks of unparalleled tournament access as the world's top players in tennis face off against each other. Will the veteran champions continue their dominance or will a fresh face emerge to challenge their legacy on the clay courts? Daily live coverage of this epic showdown begins Monday, May 20th. Don't miss a matchup. Stream it now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ho, 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 gentlemen. Who are you calling a ho? The holidays have come early this year as Manscaped have the gift that keeps on trimming. Santa's beard isn't so appealing when it's coming out of your trousers. And that's why Manscaped, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming, have you covered this holiday season. Join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped to keep their trees trimmed and their ornaments polished. Go to manscaped.com and use the code two old queens for 20% off and free shipping. Kill two birds with one trimmer and get yourself and perhaps your rotating list of partners mm-hmm. a gift. We're talking about the Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. That's right. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll get the signature lawnmower 4.0. The electric trimmer has proprietary advanced skin safe technology to reduce cuts on your nuts. And it's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. Hour. So, like, you know, you're not leaving a lot of trimmings everywhere because we know you guys, you know, classic dude, they love making a mess. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Crop Preserver and the Crop Reviver. It's an anti chafing ball deodorant, moisturizer, and toner. It also comes with a pair of anti chafing boxers that is the perfect wrapping for your presence let's just say i love my boxers it feels like i'm not wearing anything it also includes all everything you need not just your groin uh, clean up your fucking head with the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer because as you get older those hairs really come in and it's easy for men to like forget about them and it's so easy and fast it, the hair trimmer is waterproof uses the 9000 rpm motor power 360 degree rotary dual blade system and if anything appeals to a man, it's a 9,000 RPM motory power, 360 degree rotary dual blade system. Doesn't matter what it is. Wow, you really sound like Tim Allen when you say that. Mm-hmm. Manscaped is going beyond the groin with their new refined cologne, which offers a light yet masculine, pleasing fragrance that will leave your partner on the naughty list this year. And it's also made with hypoallergenic greens that are vegan, cruelty-free, nice 
dye free and even better paraben free what are parabens i don't know i think they have something to do with plastics so tis the season to load up on manscaped products so get yourself your dad your brother your friends your lovers your grocer your mailman anyone the best gift of all the manscaped performance package 4.0 you get 20 percent off plus free shipping with the code two old queens that's t-w-o old queens at manscaped.com clean up your chestnuts and make santa proud this year be on the night List. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code two old queens. That's TWO old queens at manscaped.com. Yes. Once again, that's 20% off TWENTY percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com using the code two old queens, TWO old queens. And, and now, now on, on with the, the show. show. One is Mark and John's the other. They love the holidays and the presents. Yeah. It's two old queens. It's two old queens, it's the Mary Kelly Alley's Jubilee. It's two old queens, it's two old queens. Five golden rings. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Mark, I am so excited for the gift that is our guest this week. Please wow. let everyone know who's joining us. You could throw away the receipt because they're an actor and comedian who you've seen on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Let's Be Real, Fairview, and they've become something of a front-facing comedy superstar on Twitter and Instagram. It's Lisa Gilroy. Hey. Hello. Oh, well, are you oh, making nice. fun of us? Wow, that is so rude. You know what, Mark? I thought you were going to say she's become somewhat of a, and I thought you were going to say friend. And I was She's so become somewhat <laughs> of a friend. <laughs> you said front-facing She's on my maybe list. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, we'll if I could be on your maybe list, I'd be thrilled. I, I'm always wondering if I've made it or not. Totally. I mean, I'm always. I've been at two parties where you've been at, and I've, I've always been like, oh, a lot of comedy people are impossible to talk to. Lisa, you can talk to. Oh, Lisa's nice. great. Lisa's a good like. Oh, Lisa's a, there's at least someone. If I'm in dire straits, I can. Lisa's a good touchstone. She's oh, always got turn her shit to Lisa. together. You, you can That's turn to so Lisa. Sweet. I feel the same way about you. I also know I'm gonna get like a decent hug from you because some people they don't oh. want to be touched in that way, and I really need the like chest to chest oh, contact. I love nice. mashing people with my chest. <laughs> what can I say? No, I'm more of a like newborn. You know how newborns need like tummy time and like a yes. skin to skin. I'm yes. like that. I see. Okay. Would so that fresh. be one of we your love You're languages? Young. Yes, that it. is my number one love language. T physical touch. Tummy time? Yeah, tummy time. Tummy time. <laughs> <laughs> now, Lisa, are you a big fan? This is coming out three days before Christmas. Do you give a rat's ass about Christmas or does it warm your heart? Uh, do I give a rat's ass or does it warm my heart? Those are my yes, options. Those are the two options. <laughs> one of the two. There's nothing <laughs> okay, in between. So it does warm it does warm my heart, but I can't give a rat's ass about it. Um, no, I love <laughs> the Christmas. rat's ass are so valuable these days. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love Christmas because I get to go home to Canada. So I feel like that's become, you know, I've um had all of the religion squeezed out of me um by mm -hmm. life and Los Angeles. So I no longer <laughs> sure. believe in do any it. sort of birth. Um is Christmas but, at all different in Canada? I mean, no. The only thing that's different is Thanksgiving. Like we don't have, we don't care. You don't about have it. it. We have it, but we don't care about it. And um, okay, it's like a turkey sandwich. Well, it's a turkey dinner, but you might be like, "Oh, I'm not coming," and everyone would be like, "Okay, that's fine." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nobody cares. Whereas, no like, cares you, guys are, you guys are okay. buying plane tickets and traveling across the country to be with your. 
turkey family just a mere month before Christmas seems a waste of money to me. I mean, I used sure. to do that, but then I realized like, oh, I'm going back. Like, my family's only up north in Sacramento, so it's not that big of a journey. Oh, but yeah. still, I'm like, I'll see you guys at Christmas. I'd rather just stay down here. Mm-hmm. I will say this. As someone who is in a who is married, who has a family on the West Coast and the East Coast, it's good in that if because we alternate my husband and I. So this year was his family for Thanksgiving and my family for Christmas. And next year we'll switch. If there was just one holiday, that would be weirder. But that would be a harder conversation because it's just like because oh, it's like at least once a year we all get together on both sides. Oh, right. And do you consider them equal in your mind, Thanksgiving and Christmas? Or do you like throw it? I mean, they're different things, but I, I think I don't care because also like we're old enough that I'm like, I want more toys. Although I always get the most toys of the most gifts of all of my siblings. It's oh. like a joke in my family, which I love because I get the most presents. But yeah, well, do you consider your husband's family equal to your family? <laughs> I would say they're separate but equal. Yes, okay. I love my husband's family. They're a lot of fun. It's very different because they're much, it's a much smaller hang. It's just mm. his sister, her husband, his mom, and their two kids. Whereas I have three siblings, uh, six nieces and nephews, and then like a lot of other family that's around all the time. And you guys are always bursting into Christmas carols. Yeah, my family's always singing. Yeah. Aww. Okay, it's but very, John, very I have to ask you family. about receiving the most gifts because that means that you have the most like loud interests. I think because <laughs> everyone's like, oh, buy something for easiest. John. You know, he'll love. He collects his pennies sure. or whatever. Like it's right, right. so easy. I feel. Like, I think it's what I do is I react to the best of all of my siblings. Oh, uh, so they're like he so loves like, whatever the we gift get I give back to the person who gave me the gift of being like they feel better because like he really enjoyed that gift. So was, really, there's no like interest that you have that you get the same kind of gift every year. Like another owl, salt and pepper shaker. Set or <laughs> my mom always gives me something that's made of Lego. Um, she something that's it? made of well, something Lego? like a Lego thing or toy because oh. I was like that as a kid. Oh, okay, a Lego set, but she's not gonna. She's of, not yeah. about to build it for you and then gift it to you. No, oh, no, that's <laughs> what, that's here's Hogwarts Castle, John. Hope you like the it. Lego <laughs> by being like I've already built it for you. Well, you said she gives you something made out of Lego. Okay, yeah. I worded that pretentiously. You don't sound like someone who gets Legos every year. <laughs> yeah, what sell, I'm saying. It's usually like a little bit. Well, then I just leave it at my mom's house so my nephews can play with them. Why don't they just give it to the nephew? <laughs> because a bit was established when we were younger that I always get the most gifts. So my mom always makes sure that I get more gifts than my brothers and sisters. Well, I oh, used to, to get Mad Magazine in my stocking yeah, exactly. every It's more year, of a committed but... to the bit. That's oh. fun. Your mom's a classic comedian. She is. She's old <laughs> she doesn't know when to stop. It's kind of the problem, but I'm okay with it. <laughs> Confessions of a Shopaholic based on uh, Putty Flynn, I believe, right? Putty, but thank you. Yes. Putty, sorry. (laughs) But she's like putty in my hands. She's been on the show. She has, yes. (laughs) Do you have, like, I, like, we always get, like, a new board game every Christmas. Like, there's always, Santa always brings, Santa always brings a new board game. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's nice. We get one, too, and usually it's from Santa as well, because Santa knows how to give a gift to the entire family at once, and he's the only one that can do that. He's good at that. <laughs> yeah. My mom used to like go to the length of like leaving out a roll of wrapping paper on Christmas Eve, so we wouldn't wonder why Santa had the same wrapping paper we did. <gasps> she oh, didn't just buy like a different God. roll of wrapping paper? No, oh. she's, uh, we're, you know, we're uh, saving every penny. Yeah, <laughs> thrifty. So sweet. And Pennywise. so she'd like get up in the morning and be like, oh, Santa forgot to put away, we must have borrowed our wrapping yeah. paper. <laughs> Fucking hate Santa. <laughs> wow. But then we did wonder why, well, eventually we, I think I, I, rem- I don't remember ever learning that, Santa, spoiler alert, that Santa wasn't real. 
Gotcha. Like, I don't remember that moment happening. I think I just always figured uh, it out. Also, we did. Wait, are like, you the is... oldest? No, you have an older brother. I'm the youngest. Well, you're the youngest. Mark, please don't say you always had it figured out. That sounds incredible. <laughs> I just don't remember <laughs> learning that, like, it wasn't a thing. OK, you sorry, know what I mean? I don't remember the shock gotcha. of like, what? Santa's not real. Oh, funny. My older sister one day when I think I was like five was like, you know, Santa's not real. Right. And I was like, yeah, of course. I didn't oh know, <laughs> but I played it cool. So casually brutal. Yeah. Wow. It's well, like, saying, you know, mom and dad don't love you, right? <laughs> <laughs> like I learned when I was a kid because I put, I was starting to have my suspicions. And so I put a piece of paper in the chimney. We had a real chimney. And so I put a piece of paper in there saying like, Santa, if you have come down this chimney, please sign here. And I put, taped it to the inside of the chimney when no one's home. Cause I was wow. like, if he comes here, he will be, he will be the only one up there. And of course no one signed it. Wow. Well, there you go. Imagine if like one of your parents had signed it. That would have how how much longer do you think you would have believed in Santa Claus if one of them had sort of somehow found it? You know, this is like a really there is a person that is a friend of a friend of a friend, okay. far extended, who believed in Santa Claus until she was in college. And no. she found out in college that Santa wasn't real. And before you roll your eyes, her family went like so fucking balls to the walls on this idea that they told her when she was like in elementary and all the other kids were starting to be like that's not real the parents sat her down and they were like look this is an inevitable part of growing up other kids are going to start realizing that santa isn't real quote unquote but he actually is like an extended family member of ours and we're still the only family that he visits and we have like a special relationship with him and so when other kids talk about it you need to tell them like yeah he's not real but just know that he's like our she Santa. Bought it. Oh yeah. And because also in their family, Santa would put up their Christmas tree. And that was the parents would say like, that's what? how, you know, like he's our Santa, like he's our ex great extended, whatever. And, and they, that's the kids would come Christmas tree. Uh, true. Gaslighting. But then when <laughs> she found out in college, um, she, be, she must've like done heroin a week later. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, don't what know is what real? Happened. She must have got drunk or something and they were talking about it and she like let the cat out of the bag that Santa was a close relative and everybody started roasting her for it. <laughs> That's is... even weirder that not only does Santa exist, he's a close relative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like your mom dated him in college. Yeah, uh, right. I know, but then, then she went home and she like told her parents and they were devastated. They were like, we didn't think you were going to believe this long. Like they thought that she, every time she talked about it, she was just like joking or playing, playing the, the game. game. They didn't know she genuinely was still believing. That wow. still feels like child abuse to me. <laughs> like, what is the end game of like, no, let's keep, let's double down. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't make any sense. And that woman grew up to be Justice Sonia Sotomayor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, speaking of devastating realizations, ah, today nice. we're talking, we're in our home stretch of Holiday's Jubilee 2021. And today we're talking about the Princess Switch. John, what's the deal with the Princess Switch? Mark, let me tell you the deal with the Princess Switch. It was directed by Mike Roll with a screenplay by Robin Bernheim and Megan Metzger. And one week before Christmas, a duchess switches place with an ordinary woman from Chicago who looks exactly like her, and they each fall in love with each other's bows. The film stars Vanessa Hudgens, Sam Palladio, and Nick Sagar. It was released on November 16th, 2018 by Netflix. Linda Holmes of NPR praised the movie's acting and called it a pleasantly frothy and ridiculous film while criticizing unrealistic aspects of the plot. 
Uh, it was followed by a sequel, The Princess Switch Switched Again in November of 2020. And then The Princess Switch 3, Romancing the Star, premiered in November of 2021. And that is the deal with The Princess Switch. So Lisa, we asked you to pick a holiday movie and you chose The Princess Switch. Why The Princess Switch? Uh, well, I saw Vanessa Hudgens once and also it's <laughs> on Netflix. <laughs> had you seen it before? You had never seen it before? No. Uh, are you a fan of these like hallmarky kind of like saccharine rom-com Christmas movies? Um, I have been known to maybe like smoke a doob and watch one for a laugh. Lisa! Oh. Canada. Yeah. Okay, doob yeah. is not what you guys think it means. It's something else. Oh. It's different. Oh, it's like, right. it's it's like, like sage. Right, right. You um, stage your apartment and then yeah yes yes, yes 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 mm. and so I really only watched them too and so I, this one was really hard for me to watch because it wasn't like as bad as I normally like them to be for it to be funny uh -huh. and not right. like a good Christmas movie either <laughs> <laughs> right it's in a weird gray area mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so I do like the ones that are really bad like give me the lowest budget movie where like one scene takes place in one room for 35 minutes you yeah. know like there's no location changes there's no art on the walls like, oh, we i love that kind of movie you're gonna love 12 angry men you seen that <laughs> no you gotta watch it not christmasy in fact it's yeah. a hot summer day but um <laughs> so you had did you enjoy or was it like a drudgery getting through this thing well i already told you guys i was building my toilet furniture today so um i building the toilet furniture took me longer than i thought it would and so I did spend the second half of the movie watching while building the toilet furniture. I think that's the perfect activity to do while watching one of these movies. I think you probably did the best, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we had laptops open and we're taking notes. So you were actually truly productive. Now, are you going to, are you like hooked? Are you going to see how this trilogy continues? Are you going to watch the other two? I'm so pissed to hear you say that there's a trilogy because the whole time I was watching, I was thinking like, these women just discovered each other. You have mm. an identical yeah. twin in the world. And all mm. you want to do is soak her up for your greedy little swapping purposes for one day. You don't even want to get to know her. You don't want no. her to be a part of your family. Like the idea that there's more events like this where they're just swapping to do mischievous things. I'm like, mm -hmm. just go for coffee with your sister. Get to know her, you know? Well, Missing that might trace the lineage. Well, the second one, they introduce a third uh, oh, I thought that happened to the third one, but no, that's no, no. One. She's a, there's like she's like a bad one. She's what? Jewel thief okay. in the second. Okay, one. Jewel thief. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That was a spoiler. That and you could really tell though. Happened. Well, you as soon as you pull a princess switch too, it's the poster. You see like this blonde one now. <laughs> Nessa Hutchins in a blonde wig holding a bag that says jewels on it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you guys like, can we talk about this? Because what is going on? How can there be three identical? Like, did that's they, honestly what on? I kept thinking while watching this movie was like, this is a franchise. Like it was a sort of very mild, like very like banal Hallmark holiday movie. Yes, well acted-ish, you know, like, but it For felt it like a, it felt like an extended gap ad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just and I was like, they were like more of this. But I guess Netflix with whatever their numbers are, they're like, yeah, we want algorithms. So John, I love get, Vanessa. Uh, that's why sure, I think they were I like, guess. we want to get in the Vanessa Hudgens game. Like we want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. John, had you was this your first time watching it? This was my first time watching it. I had knew I had heard of it. Like I'd heard people talk in about the buzz, it. In the like, zeitgeist. You know, it's out there. It's in the conversation. And it always seemed like something I was like, oh, that's something I'll never have to engage with. Um, sure. and, <laughs> but then we, along comes Lisa. Uh, <laughs> Same with a sitcom, I believe. Along comes Lisa. <laughs> Which I love. I've watched all five seasons of. Uh, 
So watching it, I was like, yeah, this is fine. Everything's completely pleasant and okay. And uh, but again, I kept thinking like they did more of this. But then I was like, oh, maybe that's when it gets good. Like sort of like part no. of the fun. Of, I've seen the second one. Oh, really? Because mm. like part of the fun is something like a Fast and Furious of like, oh, right. Well, now they have to just make it insane because mm. they have to keep topping themselves. So I was thinking like there's a part of me that's like, oh, I would love it if they did eight of these and they just added another Vanessa Hudson's <laughs> like every single one. Like it yeah. had to just figure out a way to like make that happen. That I could sort of see like going crazy. But you're right. Like it wasn't it wasn't bad. It wasn't interesting, fun or, you know, it was just sort of like fine, like mm -hmm. a slightly underbaked cookie. Right. Yeah. But she did squirt some tears out, though, which I found very impressive. She did. And she was delightful. Like there's no like I don't have like criticisms. No it. notes. I don't, you know what I mean? I mean, notes, but not criticisms. <laughs> sure. No, you know I mean, that's my line. That, Always going to have notes. Zone. Yes. But how about you, Mark? What is your history with the Princess Switch? Well, I had seen this before and no one should ever have to rewatch these movies. <laughs> They're meant to be because like the ideal way to watch any of these Hallmark movies is to just turn on like not having to choose which one to watch, like just turn on the Hallmark button. channel and just have it like you miss like the first 90 minutes. It doesn't matter. You will be caught up in oh, two yeah. seconds. Mm -hmm. um, so watching this a second time and then remembering that I had seen the second movie already, the second, this first one looks like Sleepless in Seattle compared to the second one. Like really? this one, wow. yeah, the second one's pretty dire. Um, is it like bad or just bland? It's just bland, um, but she is having fun as the evil one, but they the all- The second her. one is bland when there's three identical women? I remember thinking it was worse, but I wow. couldn't tell you, do I remember anything that Why? happened in it? Absolutely not. <laughs> But I do. This one is it was interesting watching this one because I watched a ton of Hallmark movies. Okay. Then these Netflix ones, though, just have like it feels like maybe 20 percent more money. It just feels okay. like they're just a slightly Ooh, better production value, just like a smidge better production. value, And just that. a little more plot. There's just a little more going like this one actually wow. kind of has a plot at times a little it bit. Does. It even had like a C plot when the girl came in and cut the yeah. cord to her mixer at the cooking competition. I was like, Belinda. oh, shit, they're Which, adding like, never paid off, though. Because like we come from fine. that to like, here's the cake. And it's like, well, I guess not having a mixer wasn't a problem. Yeah, well, remember, John, the judge almost didn't give her first place because she was like, oh, your inner custard is a little chunky, she said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she had to hand me. Emotionally. Yeah. She was just like, oh, my arms are exhausted. <laughs> and it's also just like to ask us, we're adults watching your film. Like, please don't ask us to believe that there wouldn't be a producer there that would go, oh, sorry exactly. about that. Here's a new mixer. Like, right. I was like whoever the producer is on this TV show is so lax because they're like, first of all, she gets cast from a picture and a recipe. Like, There's not <laughs> extensive interviews. There's not send us a video package. It's just like we send a picture and they're like, sure, why not? Here's a here's a, like a, you're we're sending you airplane tickets and flying you out to wherever this magical country is. Yeah. Let me and ask you guys, we're talking about the, the international Christmas baking competition, right. which is kind of a framing device. Not really for this. Movie. It's like that. It starts off and it seems like it's a big issue. The big and reason they go to this country in the first place. 70 minutes. We forget about it. And then for the last of the third act, they're like, oh, right, that. Right. Let it's me so true. Guys, was that baking contest televised? Yes, there's cameras. 
There was yeah. a camera. I only saw <laughs> one person on, on a camera. It was probably like one like tripod. At a hotel, like in a hotel. Like, it's like, like what television. is the budget for this production of the baby contest within the movie? They're That's using one true. camera. It's going to look like shit. Well, and they also had a live studio audience for a five-hour baking competition. And they're just going to yeah. sit there and silently watch them bake. And I've never seen yeah. a more deadpan group of extras. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! The nothing. Extras stood out to me the most in the very end when yes. um, they had their big kiss, and there was there extras were those just guys like who were deadly. like, "I'm getting right in between the two of them," and they were just staring <laughs> yeah. like expressionless. It was like a big celebratory <laughs> kiss, and they were just like. Oh my God, that was really distracting. They're like, Dead I'm on eye. camera. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, if you see like two strangers kiss, do you like think anything? I go, okay, first of all, I scream whenever anyone kisses on television. <laughs> really? That would have been amazing. Genuinely, I, I can't, I can't stop. <laughs> like in and, horror or delight? <laughs> like in like, I don't yes. know. Maybe it's like disgust. It's a mix of all of it. <laughs> sure. And then in real life, like, I feel like mm. I would want to scream, but I would do like a big facial expression and I would turn to whoever I was with and go like, they're kissing or something. I need to say something. Gross. I'm not, I really can't be chill when people are kissing. It's like, it, it affects me too much. It's awkward. Yeah. Well, well, Lisa, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest Christmas movie, holiday movies, all of them ever. So we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. And at one point, you are going to come up with a category that will be added, added to, to the, the wheel. wheel. Don't worry about what that means. We'll explain <laughs> it when we get to it. Stop pressuring me. Okay. God. Anyways, this is our current top five gayest holiday movies. Uh, so this is what you're up against. In okay. fifth place with a 60.68%, the Thanksgiving incest classic House of Yes. In fourth place with a 61.99%, Adam's Family Value. In third place with a 65.21%, Die Hard. In second place with a 65.76%, Mean Girls. And in first place, the current gayest holiday movie ever with 66.49% is Meet Me in St. Louis. Okay. Okay, Lisa. So if you had to guess now, how well do you think the Princess Switch is going to do? Well, I feel like, okay, I've only seen half the movies that you just mentioned. That's pretty good. Okay. Um, and they're all pretty high budget, like good <laughs> real good movies. movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that... I can imagine the Princess Switch will be somewhere in the toilet furniture I just built <laughs> and nowhere close <laughs> to this list. All right. Okay. So below 60, you think? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's got to be because it seems like, I mean, from this list, there's these are like, this is tasteful. This is, these are like gorgeous. Very movies. tasteful. Yeah. <laughs> well, Vincent Minnelli knew what he was doing. So this first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we're each going to give it a score between zero and 100. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So the first category, Lisa, what would you give the Princess Switch on a scale of zero to 100 in actual gay characters? Oh my God, in zero to 100? In yeah. actual gay characters, uh-oh. Um, well, there was, we could talk about it. There we was talk about it. that kind, the first one was the kindly old man who seems to like travel through time and space. Okay, he, so I, I did take notes for the first half before I went to my toilet furniture and sure, I sure. wrote down um, his name. I referred to him as Scabbers. Um, oh yeah. From Harry right. Potter? Yeah, yeah, so he was a bit of a magical Scabbers. And yes. he, you're right, he was like teleporting all over the place. He's in Chicago, he, then he's in Bill He made me uncomfortable, Garvia. I'm not going to lie. Was it the eyebrows? 
there was just something creepy and almost pedophilic about him. And he was a bit disheveled and like a little sweaty and a little red. Like, where did you, I I agree. He had like a- And there were a lot of shots that were almost up his nose. Like he kept like making the choice of like cocking his head back. And I was like, why are we looking up your nose, sir? I don't like Right, right. Okay, so wait, you think he was gay? So I thought, well, just because he was so, I thought just because he was so into the royal family and like, well, then the prince is doing like, who else is going to love the royal family? Oh, okay. But you know who was, I actually did think for a second was gay was um, the guy who was like obsessed with following them. Like it Franklin? felt like he didn't oh, yeah, want, yeah, Frank. yeah, right. It felt like he didn't want the prince to be in love with that girl. Right, because he, he wants like the prince for devoted, himself. A very devoted manservant, if you will. Thank you. Right. Get right. it. Yeah. And what about the lady, Mrs. Donatelli? I thought she was very like you Mrs. Havisham from uh, Oh, yeah, Rebecca. that's true. She uh-huh. was great in this movie, but I will say I found her presence extremely distracting because she just looks like a woman I've done improv with. Like, that's what I feel like her... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she didn't look like... She, she doesn't seem particularly fit. regal, maybe. Yes, like I don't yeah. know. It's like I'm sure she's great in so many other things, but she just looks so much like someone that I know, or like, like she should have a lukewarm know. Bud Light or something. Backstage. You're talking about Queen Caroline? No, not talking the queen, about the, Mrs. Donatelli. Oh, Mrs. The, Donatelli. The, like the servant or like the handmaiden to the to the princess. <laughs> yes, yes, the handmaiden. But do you guys know what I'm talking about? She just she didn't look. Uh, like, no, I definitely know? agree. I also felt like the king and queen no way felt elevated. Right. Like, I mean, maybe it's just because we've seen Diana the Musical and Spencer recently, but I was like, <laughs> they're just like anybody else. Because there's the other one thing you too, take away like... from the Diana the Musical, it's the elevation <laughs> of royalty. Right. Well, you cast Judy Kay, you get a certain standard. Absolutely. <laughs> but sure. John, I would, would agree, though, because I also just watched Spence, Spencer and I've been watching The Crown. And it's so funny to see them play royalty in this movie. And they're like sitting at the breakfast table, which is like a long regal table, of course. But right. they're like up against a white wall. Yeah. Like in a castle, you don't see people ever sitting no. by a wall. They're cover a tapestry of, over that. Yeah. They're in the middle of like a gymnasium sized yeah. room. <laughs> right. Anyway. And she's also like wearing clothes. You're like, you could have steamed that. You know what yeah, I mean? Like exactly. there's, and I was like, they didn't seem elevated from anyone around them. Like they didn't feel like, oh, these are the highest status people in the room. They were just And like, also the way they talk to them, like we've all watched The Crown. We know it's all like, you know, your highness yeah. and curtsying and whatever. They were just like that. At one point that guy came and talked to the queen. He was like, excuse me, ma'am, is your husband around to look at these documents? Like it just was so Like, dismayed. sir, you are talking <laughs> but, uh, to the queen. Yeah. Well, also it's like, oh, like they're just like walking around their castle, I guess. it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're not completely, it just. Nobody knows. But it also felt like anytime I had those thoughts with this movie, I thought like, why are you criticizing this movie? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, even like, if he told them the, the creators of this, they'd be like, so we, made, like, two we made this for $20,000. <laughs> that was our yeah. budget. That's so true. Okay. I'm going to give it a score of like four out of a hundred. Four yeah. out of a hundred. There was one other character I wanted to mention. Yeah. And this is a bit, it's a bit of an inanimate object, but that hat that said Chicago. <laughs> I thought that hat might have been gay. Because who else? Favorite musical, maybe? That's true. And does anybody still wear a hat? Um, right. I think given, and some extras and stuff, I'm going to go 33. 33. Yeah, I'll go, but no one is like out and gay, so I'll go 20. Correct. Um, given an average of 19, which is 1.67 points higher than Gremlins 2. That's pretty good. <laughs> Right. All right, our next category, gay icons. Are there any gay icons in this movie? I mean, I think there's a way in which Vanessa Hudgens is kind of building the resume. 
Yeah, like oh, she's that's got true. she's got the High School Musical franchise. Yeah. She also has like Rent Live, um, Tick Tick, tick Boom, Tick Boom. But she also like has Tick Tick Tick. Tick 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 boom. But she also has Spring Breakers, and I wish she was like lean more into that than into like the High School Musical stuff. She didn't get onto my until March 2020 when she made an Instagram video that said, "Quarantine until July sounds like a bunch of bullshit. It's a virus. I get it. I respect it. Even if everybody gets it, but people are going to die. But I mean, yeah. And then she said her comments. Then she said her comments were taken. She said her comments were taken out of context. They're like, no, they weren't. No, they weren't. You, you provided the, the context. Yeah. <laughs> so for me, so that funny. almost made her gay icon status even. Oh, I oh, she made a oh, terrible yeah. Instagram post. Great. <laughs> and I think she if she was not already a gay icon before this movie, seeing her with in that like pink suit with her fake British accent yeah. just really skyrocketed her credibility. Yeah. Um, I don't really I've never seen the high school musical movies. Am I missing anything? I don't feel like I am. I, I saw the first one years either. ago when my nieces and nephews were very young because I watched it with them because I was like, because I was an adult when they started to come out. And I was like, I'm not going to like this. But I was like, well, if I watch it with these young kids, it might be fun. And so what was very funny is my nieces were like four and six and eight. And so they were like, and I remember watching with them. And I was like, you know, this isn't what high school is like in reality. And they're like, you don't oh, know. Right, Uncle John's here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I remember is like they were they like got up and were dancing along with it. Cute. And one of my nieces said, how do they all know all of the moves to do? And my youngest niece went, I think it's magic. And so I was like, Aww. all right, okay. And you're you like, listen, you little shit. It's called a dance. Captain. I was like, we're watching Greece when this is over. <laughs> you're going to see what high school is really like. I'll show you what high school kids really look like. Yeah. Dr. Channing in her late 30s. <laughs> uh, so what do you want to give this for gay icons? Just um, I guess I'm going to give it 44. 44. <laughs> they hudge. <laughs> Pulling a lot of weight. <laughs> well, she's the main character and there's two of her. She does. Yeah, she does pull like a Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, she does. Uh, I will give it. I think Vanessa Hudgen has potential, but she might. She also might not like realize it. So I will give it a 31. You should play her flamey lips. Do you realize? There you go. I hope she does. Um, I'm rooting for her. I don't think I am. But uh, okay. I'll give it a 20. She's fine. She was good in Tick, Tick, Boom. She didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Just sing. She has a pleasant right. voice. She does have a good voice. Uh, but it got an average of 31.67, which is one point lower than Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. That's devastating. Uh, <laughs> all right, our next category, the male gaze. And by this, we mean how horny is the camera for the male form? I mean, oh. we get Kevin straight Kevin. up shirtless. Thank when you, he needs Kevin. that toothpaste. Thank you, Nick Sagar. Yeah. That I was did, pretty good. I caught myself thinking some things about him that I was wondering why, what's my problem? Maybe you guys can help me. Um, okay, let's talk it out. I was seeing this man in his like shirt. I know we saw him without his shirt on, but even with his shirt on, I caught myself thinking like, just, I don't know. This is like a hot take, but like, why all the muscles? Like for who? It just, it feels like weird. You have a shirt on, you have like, what are you just like a dad who sometimes bakes? It's like, it's not necessary. You're not like a mechanic or like a farmer. Oh, no, right. like, what's with all the bulk? Like, I just found it kind <laughs> it's of It's the opposite of bulk. 
No, that's bulk. He is bulky. He must. He's he's taking protein shakes in the morning. But if to see abs, you have to be super lean. Like, yeah, it's but not he about, had like, he had pecs and muscles. He was sure. lumpy. It, it's fine. That's fine. When you're shirtless, it's fine. But just to be like a man in a t-shirt on a Christmas day, it's like it's not necessary. It's not needed. Like, it's, <laughs> so you're like, is Christmas there, is, is there... not a horny holiday? Is what you're saying? <laughs> well, I was distracted. It was the scene when they were watching the movie together, and it was like their romantic time. He's like, do you want to watch a Christmas movie? And she was like, yeah. And they're like sipping on their little tea. It was like a cozy, precious moment, and I could just see this vein in his arm, like so <laughs> aggressive out of for no reason. Drink like, some water. Put a sweater on. Drink some water and chill the fuck out. <laughs> be soft. Soft. Be soft for Christmas, dude. Dude. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, also, yeah, sure. It would dramatically make more sense if, as a baker, he was like a little doughy. Yeah. I mean, so anyway, so many questions about him, even as a baker. What kind of baker is he? Why? So, do you not go? Is what? that not your type then? Like, uh, do you not? Are you not? Or is it like if he was like a surfer or something, like a professional surfer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. If it makes sense for your job or your it pulled you out dramatically, and that's what was annoying to you. And because all I can think is, as a single dad, you're like fucking off from your responsibilities so often for so long to work out. Yes, you're right. working out like six yeah. days a week, yeah. two times a day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a bad, so too many muscles <laughs> equals bad dad. <laughs> I, I honestly think so, yeah. Probably. But did you enjoy seeing though, like devoid of any context? <laughs> Void of judgment in that Void way. of judgment, like if you just saw like that, a gif of him entering shirtless looking for toothpaste. Yeah, well, I feel like um, I'm going to give this a really high score actually because that's what I'm saying is it felt so forced and like it didn't belong there that I feel like the movie existed for that. Yes, they're doing it to make you be, sure. to titillate. Yes, they wanted to tickle me and titillate me. <laughs> and instead they started a conversation. Yes. <laughs> which is the opposite of titillation no one no one titillates me without my consent i would hope okay. not um what about the regular uh dopey prince <laughs> sam oh, i was surprised was i was like oh when's his shirtless scene coming but it never, never happens came. never came and neither did i let me because you, you know he okay. understood the assignment it's a christmas movie you keep your jacket on so i actually like that Thank guy you. better <laughs> it's form christmas is the most form i used to when i was a kid or like teenager be like i gotta dress up on i gotta put on my nice shirt tuck in my shirt <laughs> my, and, but like our family never went anywhere we stay inside all day now i'm like what am i doing i'm gonna wear a hoodie and sweats all day and just be comfortable <laughs> it's christmas what i gotta dress up yeah. I still kind of get a little bit fancier. I wouldn't wear a hoodie. I'd wear like a nicer sweater just out of respect for the holiday, sure. I suppose. For Christ's like birth. A themed pajama. A themed pajama. Yeah. If you're going to go like sweats and a hoodie, you better have some Christmas theme on there, like a snowflake yeah. or something. I don't have anything Christmas. Well, themed. next year. Sorry. Are the Gilroys uh, like, we're all wearing the same pajamas? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Oh, I think that kind of thing is just an utter waste of money and material. <laughs> Because it's, you it's like for the what's your Christmas, your Christmas pajamas you can only wear for a few weeks out of the whole year, at most. Legally, well, <laughs> legally, or you're arrested. <laughs> well, what do you want to give this for the male gaze? Um, definitely. I mean, there's only two guys that we ever really saw in a steamy way. Um, I'm gonna give it like twenty percent. Twenty. We do have like a scene that you can tell like, oh, this is to be like, here's some eye candy. Yeah. So for that, I'll give it a 35. That's 35. when that guy was shirtless, right? Yeah. For yeah. toothpaste. Yeah. It's yeah, the yeah. most we've had in a very sense screen three, I would say. Probably. Yeah. Um, but it's just like very 
Saying. But I'll give it a 30, give it an average of 28.33, which is five points higher than the House of Yes. And then I have Freddie Prince Jr. shirtless. How do you do this so fast, Mark? You got a spreadsheet in front of you? I, yes. That's exactly how I do <laughs> it. Well, you you must be really good at Excel because you're entering an, a thing and it's categorizing itself immediately. I would it's never got really know fast fingers. I wow. have fast fingers. I can alt tab like nobody's business. <laughs> wow. Good for you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Our next category, entrances with pizzazz. I mean, I would say the princess, the first time we see the princess who looks like Vanessa Hudgens is like a bit, a little bit of a moment. Like, I think they pan up from her feet. Oh, right? yeah, that's definitely when they but go horseback riding. They do like a weird slow mo thing. So there's something of like, oh, here's how like they're they're pretending to to give a shit about the entrance. Oh, my God, that's right. They had her walking in slow motion and yeah. little riding. Boot. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then, and then she also had her big like ball entrance moment with her dress. That burgundy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looked good, but there could have been more. <laughs> more but again, burgundy? like I guess uh, I, I just wanted more, more burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're good, like more fanfare to the entrance of the. You know what I mean? Like she's supposed to be like you're thinking Beauty and the Beast to the prince. Yeah, but also like. I don't know. I just thought like a fanfare or something of like, here she is. She's entering the party. Yeah, but John, you saw the extras that we were working with. There's no way we could ask those people to do something like that. I'm sure they're like, they tried to choreograph something. They're like, these people can't do it. They They just roll their eyes. Let's just have her turn the corner and there she is. (laughs) The dress is the moment. It's not about anything else. The dress says everything we can't. There was also, I thought it was very funny at the wedding. There's this dopey kid who comes up and she goes, you're a real princess now, yeah, aren't yes. you? <laughs> who is she? What is, have we seen her before? Yes, she was the little girl from the orphanage. From the Mark? shelter. That wasn't an yes. orphanage. That was a family shelter. Okay, well, where were the parents, Mark? I don't know. There was they that were there lady. for the Christmas party. I, I was um, wondering that. I was like, do orphanages, are they like around in America so. and the UK? It, doesn't, it feels like we have better systems than just to have a bunch of kids in one I'm place. I'm sure there are still orphanages. In, uh, out, outside of North America, for sure. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> now, what about showing up in a horse-drawn carriage? Pretty pizzazzy. I mean, that's pretty pizzazzy. Did that happen? Yes. So they rode around in one. And then you were probably screwing in. a shelf into your <laughs> yeah. toilet furniture. Okay, I didn't tell you guys what happened with the toilet furniture. Because, oh, you know, no. it's like one of those shelves that stands. It has legs on either side of the toilet. Oh, you weren't adding armrests to your toilet? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> so so, so it has those spindly little legs. And there's supposed to be a piece yeah. of wood that connects the legs together. So mm. that they don't spindle yeah. all over the place. Right? Like rock right. side to yeah. side. Yeah. So I was, it, I was like, okay, well, I have to put it over the toilet before I add that piece because I have to shimmy it over. And then yeah. I put it on the back and I basically built it into the toilet because then it goes behind the like plumbing and through the thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, so I missed the horse-drawn carriage. <laughs> I wouldn't say you missed much. <laughs> but you know what? I bet that your toilet furniture is stable in case bet, of an earthquake. Yeah. It is stable. I did drill. I drilled some holes into the wall. Ooh, you went Ooh, all wow. the way. Mm-hmm. I really did. Safety first. That's Safety not going first. anywhere. Well, what do you want to give this for entrances with pizzazz? You're right. I mean, the, the music in the slow mo does it, but there was no general fanfare. So I'm going to say, uh, uh, I'm going to say, thirty one percent. Thirty one. Yeah, I'll go thirty four. Um, I'll go twenty nine. It's not very pizzazzy. Given an average of thirty one point thirty three, which is tying it with the House of Yes. Wow. All right, our next category, the Mike Pence anxiety scale. How much anxiety do you think this movie would give Mike Pence? <laughs> I think hmm, it's pretty I mean, light. I mean, it does yeah. like sexualize a hunky dude. Like that would maybe make him hot under the collar. Yeah, that would be like, this is a family movie. This is not something. Yeah. 
But I did feel like it was very, I mean, and the princess and the engagement, it's like they never even slept in the same bed. No one ever had sex in this movie. No. No. This could have been made with Barbie and Ken dolls. Yes. Oh, do you think like the, I thought the princess switch was like referring to her clitoris or something? Is that what she said? The sassiest thing that was said in this whole movie was at the beginning when they're at the cooking thing. And then the girl's like, oh, I'm the rival chef. I went to the same actual cooking college as you. And then she's like, oh yeah, isn't, I remember you. Didn't you sauce the professor's berries? She said. Right. And I was like, I my jaw hit the floor. I was like, that is so. It felt so sassy and sexual for like for the it's context. Like the of first the movie. five minutes. Yeah, you're like, oh, we're in for a raunch fest. Well, because also this is how I felt in Emily in Paris when she brought out her vibrator. It was like just such a weird tone right. shift immediately for no reason. But um. Sauce, didn't you sauce the professor's berries? Berries, like, yes. they didn't the professor sauce your berries, right? You I think. think you should. I mean, who has more sauce to offer at the end of the day? Well, he's uh, got the berries, professor, that was the thing. The professor, obviously, or does she have the berries? But wait, we never actually named a gender of the professor. This is true, that's true. It's like, uh, you could toss the salad of a man or a woman, right? That's true, but we're talking about berries, yeah, um, and yeah. sauce. <laughs> berries are like dessert salad. If you're a berry sauce is like dessert or cheesecake topping. Berry, berry sauce. Do you guys do you guys cook? Do you know what saucing berries would like if you were in a cooking? I would think you put it okay, you with sugar, right? I would sugar. think you put it in sugar and like you reduce it. Maybe They're always reducing syrups. Yeah. <laughs> do you know how to do it? No, that's what I'm asking. Like maybe there's a sexual no understanding that we're missing. Because if you sauce someone else's Oh, you put berries, your dick in it, is what you do, I think. Sauce. I think it was supposed to be her wet vagina on his nuts. <gasps> vagina on his nuts? Well, just like the sauce <laughs> of her vagina. Jessica's roasting on an open vagina. Is oh, this what you're saying? That's <laughs> not what I'm saying at all. Maybe. Maybe sauce I am saying berries. that. Oh, wait, you know what? On. I bet it is. You gave me an idea. I don't think it's okay. vagina on balls. I think it's mouth on balls. Oh. And I think you will find a director's cut where Vanessa Hudgens says, oh, yeah, I remember you. Didn't you put your mouth on the professor's balls? <laughs> she still said berries. She still said berries. Yeah. And they're like, we're only halfway through this <laughs> metaphor. You put your mouth on the professor's berries? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll never know. Okay, so sorry. What was the question? This is the Mike Pence anxiety <laughs> scale. <laughs> okay, I think that one sentence would have thrown him into a dizzy, but everything yeah. else is pretty good. But he is an uptight guy, so I'm going to give it, I don't know, I'm all in the 30s. I'm trying not to be this way, but that's 36. okay. That's, you gotta just that's the movie. What'd you say? 36. That's the movie. Yeah, 36. I think it's so mild, so inoffensive. We have these slight moments we've talked about. I will give it a 17. 17. I looked at Christian Spotlight on the movies, my go-to for uh, insight into evangelicals. They did not review this movie, but they did think the Prince of Tides was very offensive because they showed <laughs> okay. healing through therapy and not through the power of Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. So they, they didn't even watch this one because they were like, this is too sinful. This is too sinful. Just... <laughs> yeah. Our eyes will melt. Oh God. Um, I think he'll, I'll give this a 20. I can't imagine him liking any rom-com because like single people doing anything. Right. Probably How not. dare they? How dare they? A rage marriage. All right. Our next category: Hell on Heels. By this we mean feisty women. Well, there's Brianna. Brianna. Mm. And that's and, well, Paul's new girlfriend. Like at the very beginning, when she ran oh, into I liked her, her ex, yeah. she was kind of bitchy. But we that never saw insane. her again. That was something I really did pick up on, John. That moment when they, because <laughs> they, he would came out of a storefront. Yeah, the and Christmas imagine, store, the worst. Yes. So imagine you're walking down the sidewalk, you see a man come out of a storefront, 
And then he's quickly followed Neri 15 seconds after by a woman who runs up to him, kisses him on the mouth and says, hi, honey. You guys just both came out of the same fucking store. I saw it. So what do you do with this? It's performative. It is. If that was you, you would have screamed. (laughs) Yeah. They just came out of the same store. Do you see that? (laughs) Literally. But like, that's fine to have a kiss, but don't say hi, honey, as if like you just saw him. Like you were Right. As if it's been eight hours apart. Right. It's disgusting. They're one of those. They're probably like a new couple, you know, because I don't know how long have they been broken up for. Three years. She was still upset. Three, three years. years? Wow. No, she was with him for three years. I can't. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but she was going long. to his family's house for Christmas, so it's a little bit serious, Mark. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't even sure. True. Like, were they engaged? Did they say fiance? Mm, I don't think they did, but okay. it would I, be I very this word. movie to have it be that way. Gotcha. They would. They would have told us if it was fiance. Sure. Yeah. That's true. She, um, would have, she would have dangled a ring if it was fiance. Yeah. So what do we think? Any other feisty ladies here? Um, the little girl was a little bit feisty. Um, the assistant, she was kind of feisty. Yeah. Mrs. She Donatelli. Was. Mrs. Donatelli. Mark never misses an opportunity to say Mrs. Donatelli. <laughs> That's Mrs. Donatelli. Um, yeah, there wasn't really any other sassers. That's well, like crazy. the daughter was like the a princess little bit is- sassy. She wasn't yeah. hell on heels, but she was a little bit like, can we watch more The Nutcracker, please? Oh, that what made an me asshole. laugh when her dad was like, how was class today? And she was like, we did The Nutcracker. I was oh, like, God. you don't do The Nutcracker. <laughs> you don't know what school she goes to. Um, okay, I'm going to give this an like- entire Nutcracker. I'm going to give this 16%. 16. I'll give it a 24. 24. Uh, I'll give it 18 for Miss. Donatelli, given an average of 19.33, which is the lowest we've had. That's one point lower than to Grandmother's House We Go. And that's an Olsen twins movie. It has Rhea Perlman in it, though. Oof. Brutal. Wow. All right. Our next category, Chosen Family. I mean, they choose to switch lives. But that's not a chosen family. But they also choose the other person's family. Okay, can you explain the category to me? What do you mean the category? The Chosen chosen Family family. is, uh, it's like it's sort of like people who are like, oh, my family's rejected me, so I've chosen this group of friends, and this is my family. And, and we're when you're like, I don't go home for Thanksgiving. I hang out with this group of people who we are not maybe blood family, but we have chosen this bond. As opposed oh, to I love we that. Just, it's big in the gay community. Yes, yeah. yes. Improv community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I feel like they, there's a big, I mean, the, yeah, that the guy and his daughter. I mean, I wrote down who the fuck are these two? and the first half of it because they were there for yeah. so long i was like who are you you're not her brother you're not her husband you're just floating she around you you're my sous chef which i don't think you say in baking circles but maybe i'm wrong and like yeah that's yeah that doesn't seem right <laughs> it was so weird that she kept going like uh what was her name steph Susie? what was her name stacy um she keeps going oh kevin whatever like clearly he's perfect in every way he's like a doty father he's a hot guy he's like a hard worker but like she just is like for script reasons he's like a brother to his appeal well that's so funny that you say that because as soon as they switched and and the princess went back to her hotel with i was like oh that's why he exists he can't be he can't be the brother because then he wouldn't want to fuck his own sister like right. he's never seen this side of her before <laughs> <laughs> that's the john waters version of princess switch yeah <laughs> um okay i guess chosen family it is kind of a big part of it 
but it doesn't feel in the quite Mark the like nice This is not a chosen family at all. It doesn't feel it in the vibe that bit. you're talking about. Um, so I'm going to give it like 30%. 30? That's too high? <laughs> That's fine. That's I'm fine. also going to go It's in the record because I do think it's like a plot twist. It is like not. A, not there is twist, no chosen like family happening. There is no group, assembled group of people from but, disparate backgrounds coming together. Bihaj to and Bihaj are both going, I'm choosing this other world. I'm choosing this other family. That's not a choose. No, they're just like, hey, cover me while I want to chill out. No, but think, but Mark, like, think about the end uh, when the yeah, royals the are there and then the Baker girl is there and they're all together and they have this. So two straight people getting married is a chosen family okay, no we are not gentrifying this about term. chosen <laughs> we're not gentrifying this term you okay can't. i want to change my answer uh okay. i want to change it to 72 percent. <laughs> okay and mine is two <laughs> so there we go given an average of 34.67 okay. which is still insane too high. all right <laughs> our next category macabre how macabre is this movie I oh. thought the kindly man was macabre. I thought there was something so dark and weird and creepy about it was him. It's dark about him. I just felt like he, the second he's alone with that little girl, he's going to touch her. John! That's just what I thought. I just thought <laughs> oh. he was so weird. That actually makes me think like, okay, there is something deeply unsettling about this movie, which is yeah. at the end, when the dad finds out that the woman that they have been sharing a home with is not who he thought, like that woman was tucking his daughter in at night. It's crazy. And she yeah. was a stranger. That gives me the deepest willies I could ever imagine. Right. Like imagine also, as a like, parent realizing that the person you thought tucking your little girl in at night was someone you had never met before. Like that's was like so pulling a weird stunt. Yeah. Like even Stacy knows like, oh, the kid's fine. She's with the princess. But like, look at Prince Andrew. Royals are fucked up people. Yeah, exactly. Like we well, can't don't just put trust them her in- because she looks yeah. like you. Right. Well, we I trust what story. people that look like me. Well, you shouldn't. You <laughs> shouldn't. I thought they treated like Stacy's breakup at the beginning, like someone died of cancer or something. Like you had a breakup. You're, you're fine. Yeah, you're in your <laughs> and 20s. how long ago you're was it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. You have a successful business in Chicago. A tough city. Tough city. But she's making it work. I was thinking doppelgangers, and they explain this in the Spanish horror movie The Orphanage. Doppelgangers um, usually mean someone is close to death. Ew, what? what? Like, if you see your double, that means you're kind of close. In, like, the folk history of doppelgangers, that's what it means. Hmm. So, but when you, when you say doppelganger, you don't mean, like, when how people use it colloquially. Like you right. Mean, like, I mean, like, in the movie, like, you see, like, oh, I just saw myself oh, running yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that bar, would be very scary. But, know, like, I'm not yeah, close to death because people tell me I look like Kristen Bell. I've actually been well, meaning to tell you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're frozen. Oh, no. Also, I, oh, I also thought that indoor stable we've talked about was connected to the castle. Like, the, there's an indoor stable with, like, dirt on the floor yeah. with chandeliers mm-hmm. connected to the rest <laughs> of the sure. house was disgusting. You know, how much dirt are you tracking in? And, like, horse shit is, like, wafting through the house? Yeah, it just, like, comes yeah. off the kitchen. I thought it was nasty, <laughs> right? Disgusting. <laughs> Okay, so that is going to add to your macabre points. Absolutely. Uh, if this were in Smell-O-Vision, definitely. Okay, yes. um, I guess I'm going to say if we really like stop and think about what's happening here, I'm going to give it like 25%. 25. Yeah, it's everything is just so mild. Like nothing really gets right. creepy except for our own brains making it creepy or like yeah. go running wild with it. So I will go 22. 
22. I also thought a secret handshake involving a squat was macabre. <laughs> That's rude. And also, how did Franklin fall off the balcony? He rests his foot in front of him, meaning he should fall backwards, but he puts his foot in front of him, then somehow slips forward over the balcony. That was such a, like a Home Alone 7 moment. Like when it's just, yeah. like, God damn. Who cares? <laughs> no one's paying attention. Uh, I'll give this a 20 in Macabre. Give it an average of 22.33, which is 72 points lower than fame. All right, our next one, dramatic lighting. How dramatic is the lighting here? This is like all the same lighting all the time. Mm -hmm. No matter what the emotional tonality <laughs> is, it's bright and cheery. No matter what time yeah. of day it is, no matter where they are. Yeah, I'm going to give it um, 1%. A one, brutal. I'll give it a six just for Christmas lights. You got to give something for Christmas lights. The drama of Christmas, <laughs> the most dramatic holiday of the year. <laughs> I think uh, Halloween's more dramatic than Christmas. You would hope. God, um, please. Uh, I'll give it a five. Give it an average of four, <laughs> which is one point higher than to grandmother's house we go. All right, finally, Lisa, the last of the canon categories. On a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend the princess switch to a gay person? Mm, zero. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> Not at say, all. Don't to look away. Yeah, because I feel that fundamentally that a, a gay person would not feel seen by me if I thought that they, they would, would like, like oh i see like gotcha. i feel like this would destroy my relationship and my credibility with this person because you said to a gay person which i feel like like yeah to like specifically choose someone i know who's gay and be like oh you're gay you'd love this like that's yeah. wrong <laughs> yeah that would be an insane move yeah so zero percent because i don't know i mean i even my most basic straight friends i don't know that i would recommend this to them would you recommend this movie to vanessa hudgens I think she's probably seen it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you were her agent, would you say you should make this movie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's, a, it's a franchise, so I, in that way, sure. And I'm sure she really thought of it as like a delicious acting challenge. To that be in the most true. cartoonish oh, yeah, yeah. way right. to be like, sure, sure. You like get to play two different parts. And accent for you get one to girl. do this, you get to play with the accents and posture yes. and all this stuff. And also I would say like, I don't think, I will say this in its favor. There's nothing about this where I feel like this uh, ruined, like dinged anyone's reputation. Just that old man, apparently. Well, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like Vanessa no, Hudgens is right. not like, oh, you, we can't put her in. We're not going to cast her. She was in the princess switch. Yeah, right. You know I mean, like she's fine. She does a very lovely, like she is charming. But she, it's like, not like she had that far to fall. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but it's also like she, she's she got stuff going on. She's part of the, the, the uh, tick, high tick, school boom. musical franchise. She's okay, it looks happening. like we got her manager right here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looks like she's set. Well, what's her next move, John? <laughs> I, as I said before, I wanted to go more in the Spring Breakers realm right now. I think hey, that's gee. what she needs to do a little bit more. Like she's you done want, a like, lot of sexy musicals. indie. Yeah, something surprise us. Like, mm. but also like that's the risk of like uh, Elizabeth Berkeley. She's like, I'm going from Saved by the Bell to Showgirls. As long as Vanessa I would Hutchins love for Vanessa Hudgens to do something along the lines of Showgirls, something fun and that we remember 20 years later. What a nightmare! 
Yeah, but let's not act like Elizabeth Berkeley didn't pay a price for Showgirls. She absolutely did, but I think it was worth it in the end. For me personally, I'm doing <laughs> sure, great. You don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, so what what are you going to give this for? Likely to recommend to a gay person, Lisa. I gave it zero already. A zero for the record. Locked the in. Record, zero. In. I'll give it a fifteen. 15, like for the Vanessa Hudgens of it all. Exactly. I mean, I am glad it did send me down the wormhole of like, I did Google her quickly. And it's like, oh yeah, that COVID thing. Yeah. So that was fun. (laughs) So and I'm glad I went back down that wormhole, but it's pretty low for me. I'll give it a seven. Given an average of 7.33, which is still bad. All right, now we are into the wheel categories. We mentioned those earlier. So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in. We put them all on this wheel, which is an app on my phone, as you can see right here. God's so what we're going to do, so many, right? Over 100. Too many, someone said. We're going to spin it once. Whatever category randomly pops up, we will judge the movie using that category. Then I will pick a category to judge it by. Then Mark will pick a category off the wheel to judge it by. And finally, you will come up with a category, which we will add to the wheel, which we could possibly use to judge future movies with. Does love that make it. sense now? Yes, love it. Okay, here we go. Let's give it a spin. We love a spinning wheel. Okay, here we go. From the movie, Julie and Julia, aggressive haircut. Oh, yeah, great. The princess one was, right? Yes, it was. Yeah, It was like so like from the set 50s or something. Yeah, well, this movie also needs it because they need to be like, this is this one, this is the other one. I wear a Chicago hat. She wears right, yeah. a tiara. <laughs> Neither yeah. of those are haircuts, huh? but yes, that idea. <laughs> I also do feel like at one point, okay, you know the like how ladies have sideburns? Like if you if I wore a ponytail, I could like pull little pieces out. Mm-hmm. I feel that Vanessa had those glued on to her face in the beginning. Sure. In the yeah. opening oh, shots. Right. And that was quite a, a, a hair choice, I thought. I mean, I'm sure. Like because... a Betty Boop curl kind of thing. Yeah. And it was Liza just like Nelly glued Cabaret, on, yeah. like a, you know, just a little curl there right in front of her ear. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Are there any? I think that's it for aggressive. Everyone else is pretty, Everyone's pretty bland. Right down yeah. the middle. Real yeah. super cuts vibe. Well, so what do you want to give this for aggressive haircuts? I'm going to give this a four. Four locked in. Yeah, I'm gonna go eight. Eight. Uh, who cares? Uh, seven. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Average of six point three three. All right, now it's John's turn to choose a category from the wheel. Okay, so I'm gonna choose one that was an OG category that has been moved to the wheel, and that is makeover montage. Oh, because there was that montage of Vanessa Hudgens learning. characters learning how to be each other. There it was, was some sort so of... much of the one girl just walk watching the other girl. Yes. Walk. That walking went on. <laughs> so I've long. never seen this. I wrote this is the first time I've felt a makeover montage overstayed its welcome. Yes. Usually well, they're over no too outfits. soon. No, where's the clothes? And then there was one where she like was by herself and she tried on exactly one hat. And then yeah. he came to the door. She was looking at herself in the mirror saying, OK, look at me in this hat. Went, opened the door and then had the audacity to act embarrassed that she was still wearing this hat. Like she was like forgot she was right. <laughs> She's an idiot. She's an idiot. <laughs> she was jet lagged. Uh, there isn't. So what do you, would you give this for a makeover montage? Oh, a fee. I give it like eight. An eight. I think it's pretty like establishing like a huge part of the movie. So, but I I agree it's not iconic. It could have been more fun. It could have been more extravagant. Again, we're talking about a twenty thousand dollar budget. We think so. I will give it a thirty nine. 
39. This wow. thing, how much do you think this thing cost? Seven million dollars? Eight million dollars? How much do I think it costs? Yeah. I think under five. Um, I think it probably costs like 15. All right. Dollars? That, the answer is something in there. <laughs> I'm going to give this uh, 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 36. <laughs> Giving an 27.67. And now it's my Trump Titanic. Yes. Wearing somebody else's clothes. Oh, well, there you go. That's most of the movie. That's pretty much, yeah, most of the movie. Oh, Do you think that's your category? Wearing that's, categories, wearing someone that's else's clothes. Category. That's my yeah, category. That's yeah, that's I'm gonna give that a hundred percent. Hundred. Yeah, I'll go hundred too. I don't think they wash them either. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think that no. was the lowest priority these characters. Well, and also they didn't even bring their own toothbrushes to the other one's house. It was like they just took everything. They just switched phone cases. Literally. Which I thought was weird too, because it's like, well, what if someone's texting you and you're like, hey, you have to text back this other person. Right. right. I feel like switching isn't worth it. <laughs> In the end. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. It'd be better to get to know your long lost identical sister than to play around these foolish games. Like, yeah. Just once you just tell people, family. I need a break. Can I just yeah. have like a few days on my exactly. own? Right. Exactly. No, I agree. There was a way in which I wish there was, it was slightly more clever where like it, they accidentally fell into it as opposed to like, let's do this now. Okay. Because right. also sort of the, the Stacy character was like, I came out here to win this baking competition. They're like, no, 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 go ahead. Pretend to be a princess. And we'll forget all about, you know what I mean? It just felt like a whole lot of that going on. But again, every time I felt those criticisms, I thought you're watching the princess switch. Like, why are you thinking so? Yeah, hard? nobody cares. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Makers um, don't care. Are, Mark, are you going to tell us how much it costs to make it? No, I have no idea. Hmm, interesting. This podcast feels a little <laughs> bit to me like the Mean Girls cafeteria table. Where you're just like, Lisa, what do you think of this? And then I say, and then you're like, so you agree. You think you're really pretty. <laughs> Um, let me see. I'll see if I can find out the budget. What does Wikipedia say? <laughs> Wikipedia says it. nothing. Doesn't. It's Netflix. They're not it's Netflix. You. They're not going to tell you. That's how they keep the negotiating on their side. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, they I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure all the budget went to Vanessa. Absolutely. Oh, sure. Uh, well, all right. At least has come for you to come up with a category that we can use to judge how gay the princess switches in all future movies ever made. Okay. Well, I just, I, I guess. Well, budget doesn't really have anything to do with being gay. Right. So my category is going to be um, like inappropriate styling, like inappropriate costume choice. So because for me, what's standing out to me in this movie is like, I don't know if you guys noticed how short her skirt and how high her yes. heels were when she was reading books to those children. I was and like, when she plays what? Twister. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like actively on panty watch. Okay. And I'm not a pervert normally. <laughs> so you think <laughs> that normal. makes a movie gayer? Um, I think I kind of get sure. that. Yeah. Like wearing the wrong clothes for the sure. wrong for oh, the situation. Okay. And then also, um, I don't know if you guys noticed in like the ballroom scenes and like the weddings and stuff, there was extras wearing full on ball gowns and then they had like a little tacky little like purse on their arm. Like it just feels like <laughs> yeah. extra with a purse at a, at a fancy royal at a ball. Like yeah. it just is like, who gave you a purse? <laughs> yeah. Check that. Check that, bitch. Bitch. Check or that. leave it at your table. Right. Well, what would you give the princess switch an inappropriate costume choice? Well, I mean, like everything else has just been like vanilla hovering around in the 30s, but I, I would give it also something in the 30s, like a 30, 30, maybe 38. Let's bump 38. up the top 30s. 
I'm going to say because the king and the queen did in no way feel elevated, especially the queen. Like she was just like, here's a blouse that I had at home. Yeah, right. This is my office wear. <laughs> I wear this. Yeah, I wear this when I'm uh, when this is the audition for the commercial. <laughs> yeah, uh, I will give it up. What did you give it, Lisa? I give it 38. I'll give it but a, that should not affect your choice, John. Keep well, it it, up. Sure. I'll give it a 42. 42. Um, I'll give it a 40 right in the middle. Give it an average of 40. All right. Now we are into the bonus categories. Extra, extra. So these categories are bonus as the title, as the category, as the overall category title implies. So we're voting, we're scoring it from zero to 10. And this is just percentage extra bonus points it will get. So okay. if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it's not going to work against the score. This is just, again, bonus. Okay. All right. The first one is musical potential. Could you see them making a broad, big, brassy Broadway musical out of this? Maybe not a big Broadway one, but definitely <laughs> something shitty. Sure, I think like you, I think, I actually think it's theater like, or something. <laughs> right. Black box experimental. I mean, I don't know, but it does feel like it weirdly lends itself to that. I think it totally does. I think right? it hundred percent does. I think this definitely should have like a big crazy treatment and that would. Okay, actually... Well, John just said hundred percent. So you have to write that down. I, did not, did not. I said, okay. <laughs> I heard a percent. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 40%. Well, it's zero, to, zero 10. to 10. Yeah. 40 is my answer. <laughs> zero <laughs> to 10. Four. Okay. Um, uh, out of for musical potential, I mean the potential is there, brothers. I'm gonna give yeah. it seven. Seven, because you could pay, pretty much. Why isn't the baking competition taking place at the castle? You could just have it all in one location. That would make sense. That yes. would make sense. That, I mean, and does that make sense? No, called, but... <laughs> called sauces berries at the baking competition. Sauces berries. We all yeah. know you, sauces berries. Yeah. Oh no, that's like, a villain because that's a villain song. I always like in a musical where there's a group of people singing like two, like assaulting one person. And there's one person in the musical number who's like, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's a very funny You're thing. You're crazy. <laughs> Get me out of here. I can't leave. <laughs> um, I love musicals, but sometimes they're dumb. Uh-huh. A hundred percent. John said a hundred. What are you going to give it, John? I'll give it a nine. I do think it would make a great musical. I think the only thing that I think would be impossible, which is part of the fun of Princess Switch, is that Vanessa Hudgens gets to play two different roles. I don't think you could pull that off in a stage musical to the extent that you do. It would kill the, the actress. Yeah. It would no, just, they have too many could. scenes together. You would just together. have two actresses with the same... It's theater, right. baby. Just have two. It's theater, that, baby. But I'm saying you don't have the fun of, oh, it's one actor playing different roles against themselves. Yeah. What are we going to do without Vanessa Hudgens? How will this production continue? <laughs> exactly. Interesting. I still a nine. A nine. <laughs> I'll give it an eight. I feel like a Christmas, uh, like you can only do this at Christmas time. When do they start? October? Like Christmas music? And they go through January? Oh, yeah. yeah. That happened every year. If you got a good one, you're making yeah. money every year. Yeah. All right. I just want to see a big Christmas tree fall on the audience at the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> Forget that chandelier. I want a tree to fall yeah. on someone. <laughs> All right. Uh, give Got an average of eight. And our next category, queer menace. Are there any queer menaces in this? I would say Franklin is the only like queer menace in this. Yes. The Who's prince Franklin? is like right hand man. Yes. Oh, that kindly old man. No, no, no. The no, the, the spy. The, the, despi right. the guy who falls off the, the... servant. Right. Yeah, yeah. But He's I also the think closest. the kindly old man's a little weird. But yeah. Oh, I see. But he wasn't really a menace. He was trying to do good. 
Yeah. I wanted more of a payoff from him. Like he was their weird uncle from generations ago or something like that. Like or Santa like, Claus. Yes. Or, or he's Santa dead Claus. or something. He's a ghost right. this whole time. Right. I mean, you wanted something to happen. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. You guys, oh. what was the question? <laughs> Queer menace. Queer menace. Queer menace. Um, I, I would give it. I would give it. Oh, like one. A one. Tough but I, fair. I'm gonna go zero. Unfortunately, zero. I'll go one for Franklin. Uh, he did take like those photos, and it was so like he took the photos. And when you see the photos he took, they were clearly taken from like three feet away. Right. He had a good lens, Mark. Yeah, you those lenses it. don't work like that. It's not. Yes, a- they do. Yes, they do. They literally do. <laughs> this is the definition of a lens. They were like eye level, and he was like down, and it was, it was made no sense. Uh, it got a point six seven, pretty low in queer minutes. All right, the next one: character actress makes a big swing. I don't know. I mean, she does. Vanessa Hudgens does play two parts. Do we call her a character actress? No. Do you feel like get her for character mm. parts? She did play more. Her and Ann Dowd going out for the same role. I feel like the only character actor in this must be that magical Scabbers guy. <laughs> right. Mrs. Or Mrs. Donatelli. Donatelli. Thank you very much. She no, she looks like a woman I've done improv with, Mark. She looks like the Hello, most character. Uh, find me oh. a Harold Tate with no character <laughs> actresses on it. Impossible. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's still pretty low. And there's also like yeah. not a and lot also, of big like, swings. No big swings. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no swings at all. Absolutely, no no acting choices were made in this movie. Mostly buns. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll give this a a one. A one. Uh, I'll go. You know, I'm gonna go one because that old lady at the piano when they were at that reti- that not retirement home, but that like, she made me laugh. So I'll go one for her. One, and I will also go one, giving it what? an average of one. What on earth did she do to make you laugh? Just that she was like, she felt like she was a cartoon in this otherwise bland movie. She was so like, I'm singing the song by the, like, she was so like big and broad and just like, like she was acting as if she was on stage. And she's like, well, there are people who bought tickets in the back of the theater. They They need to see see the show as well. Yeah. They need to know. (laughs) I'm playing a piano. (laughs) Otherwise people wonder, where's this music coming from? And leave the theater. (laughs) All right. Our next category, witches. How witchy is this? Oh, um, well, I that wish dude. there had been more, more mad. That guy is a little bit witchy. Sure. Yeah, yeah. He's witchy. He's pretty witchy. I wish there had been some sort of like, I wish things were different and they reached for an ornament at the same time and swapped <gasps> instead of there just being two. <laughs> oh, women. like a freaky like a, Friday. Like yeah. a, like a Royal curse. Exactly. <gasps> oh, um, so yeah, I'll give this uh, a two out of 10 for witchiness. Two out of 10. The Royal curse is that what called the paparazzi. Thank you. I don't think anyone's really witchy in this. What about you were terrified of the time traveling pedophile? That's true. I feel he's more of a warlock, but all right, I'll give it a one. A warlock is a male witch, John. (laughs) For the time traveling pedophile. (laughs) I'll give it a two for witchy. Give it a 1.67. All right, next one. Gay actors playing gay roles. Now I looked up the man who played Franklin Okay. Mark Fleischman. Um, it doesn't look like he's gay. And also he retweeted the guy who did that Robin Williams audition piece that was really weird on Twitter where he's like, did you ever see that Twitter video like a month oh, ago yeah. mm-hmm. where this guy's like doing a Robin Williams impression the day he found out John Belushi was dead? 
It like went viral for a little bit right and it was now. so terrible, oh. but the worst people were retweeting it. And Mark Fleischman, who played Franklin, retweeted oh, it. No. no, he retweeted it sincerely. Uh-oh. No gay person would do that. <laughs> no. OK, so in my book, that means he's straight. <laughs> he no. called it amazing and strange. So I don't think there were any gay actors playing gay roles in this. Oh, no. oh there's no gay roles, first of all. Yeah, no. So we can't have this category at all. Zero. <laughs> Zero. We have to eliminate this category. <laughs> I will also give it a zero. I too will give it a zero. All right, our next one. Themes of mothers. Themes I mean, of mothers. Wow, there's almost no mention of mothers. Well, the kid right. wants like a new mom at one oh, point. Oh, that's just, Yeah. But it doesn't like change or motivate the plot in any way. No. There's also that weird moment where the queen like overhears her son like Oh, he has chemistry. He's like flirting right. and like she mm-hmm. smiles. Oh, I, my mother has never smiled at me. <laughs> like, I don't what? know if my mother's ever. My mother's never smiled at me. <laughs> no, I just mean in terms of like, oh, he's like got chemistry with somebody. That's okay, but fun. Mark, I thought she was smiling because in that moment, the conversation, he was like, oh, when I was a child, we grew up doing this. I'd get so excited. I thought she was being like, oh, he's reminiscing. Oh, oh yeah, I like, get all oh, the we did it right. That. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's talking about me essentially. Yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> going to marry me. You're welcome. <laughs> He's going to marry me. That's the princess. Switch her with me, his mother. <laughs> I'm a lunatic. Um, yeah, not a, not heavy on the mother theme. I'll give it one. No. One. I'll give it a point 0.5. Point 0.5, brutal. You can do that? You can do you that. Can. That's how math works. Uh, I'll give it a one. Give an average of 0.83, which is indeed the lowest and 10 times lower than which than Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, which got an 8.33. Wow. Just move that decimal point. All right. <laughs> Next. Uh, drinks thrown in faces. Oh, Brianna does spill. Oh, on that's Stacey's true, on apron. apron. That's but true. when she spilled on her apron, like, why are you changing your apron? That's what an that's apron what is right. for. <laughs> you that's idiot. <laughs> And again, the fact oh, no. that she would have to leave and go buy herself a new one when all of the contestants were wearing identical yeah, aprons. Like, right, there's yeah. a producer somewhere <laughs> like, here, babe. Just ask. Just, she's done too many like regional things. She's not yeah. used to this like high-level productions. Right. We've all brought our own wardrobe. Mm-hmm. I guess it gets a one then because it was a close, it was close to the face, but it was on the apron. It was like the yeah. nicest way you could pour a drink right. on someone. Now who's spilling berries? Well, because that's like hair and makeup exactly. was like, we don't have time to redo her makeup for every day. Yeah. Yeah. I will give it. A two, because I also thought the moment where she like clipped her little, um, the electrical cord for her mixer felt like a drink in a face. So I'll give it a two for that. It did feel that way. She That was such a cartoonish moment too. She shows yeah. up in all black with like almost a cape at night, snip, snipping right, her yeah. scissors. Before like there's no one that the set is open. She could just waltz in. No one's there. The security on this international Christmas baking competition <laughs> is appalling. All right, finally, the last of the bonus categories, quips. How quippy is the princess switch? This is so devastating, you guys. I'm so sorry I chose this movie. <laughs> There's no There's qu- the thing. only quip we ever had was yeah. sauces, berries, and then and people said yeah. a million times, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Right. Isn't even John Lennon is not a quip. <laughs> no. There was a woman after that amateurish uh Carol of the Bells piano duet. There was one woman who went, Bravo. And I thought that, <laughs> you thought that was a quip. Wow, we are well, in dire like here. I was just thinking, like, 
Well, that's something I would say, like, you know, I could see myself repeating like bravo <laughs> in her specific uh, tonality. So next time you say bravo, yeah. you're going to say get it from the princess. Get it. Guys, you all get it. Right? I don't think you're all young enough here to get it. <laughs> I'm going to give are... it a one. A one. I'm going to give it a zero. Zero. What about when uh, she says beautiful weather to the king and he goes, if one is a fan of frostbite. I I forgot. So funny. British quips. John's giving it a zero. Quips. Uh, I'll give it a one. Giving it a point six seven, which is the lowest. (laughs) All right. Now we are into the iconic stories. So these categories are sort of larger, broader, more umbrella categories. So we're scoring these from zero to 200. Oh my God. All right. The first one is homoeroticism. How homoerotic is the princess switch? I did think it got a little bit lesbian steamy when he was taking pictures of the twins through the window. Right? Like it's like okay. very Roger Rabbit. Yeah. So I'm going to give that. I mean, there's the undertone <laughs> that, of having two porno, identical Roger beautiful Rabbit. women who are also like keep insisting that they're not really that related. Like keep trying to be like, right. well, we might they be distantly for? Right. <laughs> related. Um, <laughs> no one said you were definitely related. You're being so defensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to give it like 28. 28. Uh, I'm going to give it a six. Six. Well, also, like, I thought, like, during, like, um, teaching each other, like, how to be each other, like, these twins, very, like, it's almost like a call me by your name-ish energy. This is how I walk. Now you walk how I walk. Yeah. And you wear my silk jammies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you make out with my boy. Now you curl my hair (laughs) or something. Here, some hairspray. (laughs) Uh, I'll give it an 18. Given an average of 17.33. You know, I'm gonna that's too high. I'm gonna give it a six. <laughs> <laughs> I regret it. <laughs> Given it a 13.33. All right, our next one. Drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch this and come away with a whole book of ideas? It's rough. Right. The only thing I thought that that pink and pearls number that Lady Margaret first appears in, I was like, oh, that's fun, but that was kind of it. That's yeah. it, or maybe or the ball like, gown, horse yeah. riding horse riding outfit, or right. the ball gown also was very like Christmas holiday special edition Barbie yeah. outfit. And there's like yeah. tiara that's sort of like we see a lot, right? And you know, any time anyone wears a tiara, they go, "Oh, princess switch." They're like, "Yas, mm-hmm. <laughs> yas, princess switch." Yeah. So we this is out of two hundred. You said right? Correct. Yeah. So inspiration, I'm going to say like fifteen. Fifteen. I'll go thirty. So you don't want to go to my Princess Switch themed drag show. I mean, I'll go, but you're going to have to say that it's explicitly Princess Switch. Otherwise, no one's going to know what it is. We constantly will. And it's say a $200 bravo. cover. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> you Seven said you would go, minimum. though. He's already sold you yeah. a ticket. <laughs> Shit. Okay, but I would believe that you guys were twins. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Let me nip that in the bud. Uh, John gave it a 30. Uh, I'll give it a 28. Oops, so what did I write? 38, 28. Uh, given an average of 24.33, which is one point higher than Switchmas, a.k.a. Ira Ficklesine's <laughs> Christmas, a.k.a. All I Want is Christmas. Finally, nice. the last of the iconic categories, Camp Factor. How campy is this movie? Out of 200? Out yeah. of 200. I'm inclined to say 100. 100 is right down really? the middle of camp. I think it's a camp idea, but it's so just 
just under everything. You know what I mean? Like, it's like no a sugar cookie crazy. with no like sugar crunch, like coated like on the fake outside. Sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a Diet Coke of movies. <laughs> the Diet Coke of movies. I will give it a I'll give it a 50. 50. All right. I got a quick list campy things I noticed. Uh, here we go. Calling a bakery with an order for City Hall a best kept secret. Overly expository dialogue. Fake country names. Entering a European Christmas baking competition out of spite. Supporting a royal family. A little girl deciding a room full of working stoves and ovens is the best place to practice ballet. <laughs> Switching places with the princess to ensure your goddaughter's admission to a ah. Switching places with the princess to ensure your goddaughter's admission to a prestigious ballet school is a little bit Lori Laughlin. A makeover montage overstaying its welcome. Learning to do hairspray. Going cross-eyed for comedic effect. Going all goo-goo-eyed over the book The Little Prince as an adult. Making your own Christmas ornaments. A preteen girl getting excited that her dad fell on top of a woman. Getting stopped on the street reporter from Food Insider Magazine, feeling faint in a toy store, believe it is not very dignified for a royal to wrap a present, watching a net watching Netflix in a Netflix movie, a Christmas mm. stocking with the word chocolate on it, sabotaging a baking competition. And finally, Stacy's Christmas castle cake is more cake than castle. Uh, I'll give it a 64. <laughs> wow, that was gorgeous. Thank you. Given an average of 71.33, which is 11.33 points higher than the House of Yes. I can see that. Okay. All right. Finally, we're into the crown jewels. This is it. So these categories were not rating. We just say yes or no. We think it gets it. Okay. All right. This one, a 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. No. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> no debate. No debate. Uh, and finally, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, no. so it will not lose 50% of its points. All I right, that's it. Second. We're done. We've done it. So now, Lisa, now that we've been through it all, how do you think Princess Bride, uh, Princess Switch, excuse me, did? Uh, well, I'm like really upset because I wish I would have <laughs> picked something, but I feel like this should get an award for lowest because I feel like for a lot of these categories, it was the lowest that you had. So it deserves its own kind of upside down trophy. Okay. It's kind of like a quirky, goofy kind of trophy. But it also just really showed that it's like, you no, know, because if it was quirkier and goofier, it would be do better. So I would say it's got, it wins the award for like most boring, stupid, bad movie. <laughs> it's like, like a blue ribbon that we found in the trash. Yeah. Like not <laughs> right. bad enough to be fun. Just it's got, it's regular. like got misspellings. So we had to send it back, but you can have yes. it. It's yes. also one of those movies you can leave for like 30 minutes while it's on, come back, and you'll be fine. You'll miss nothing. Yes. You'll exactly. miss nothing. You could go well, build some toilet furniture even. <laughs> as we've learned. Yes, yes. All right. Well, I will tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible 2,071.59 points, the Princess Switch has scored 576.92, giving a percentage of 27.85, making it the 121st gayest movie ever not as gay as julie and julia but gayer than just friends oh just friends is not as gay no i'm shocked to hear that that makes sense it had a lot of gay panic jokes and ryan reynolds is no vanessa hudgens this is true ryan reynolds being like shirt hollywood shirtless hollywood guy i haven't seen it in a really long time you're not that much in it i don't remember I thought like he was trying thing? to like show off his yeah, right. new body. I thought that was it. Like the whole oh, like, right. he that used was to be overweight. Yeah. Right, right, right. 
right. he was schlubby and now he's yeah. uh doing hate crimes with his brother yeah interesting interesting mm. well that's it lisa thank are you gonna the watch tree. the other two while you toilet furniture this holiday season <laughs> i mean if there's three vanessa hudgies i can't pass it up who could refuse <laughs> if only there were four in the third one those idiots uh well lisa is there a delightful guest is there anything yes. you'd like to plug promote or shill for at this time oh fairview kicking off the new year in 2022 and at the lisa gilroy on all your socials yeah got an essential got follow i would say oh, nice. and a near friend as I was and a near friend, <laughs> she's got a callback. One day, we'll see. Yeah, I have some sides for you on a veil. How would you be at a movie? How would you be at a cafe? Oh, and it's not an improvised. We're so, You're okay. going to give me sides for this. Yes. Okay. It's not an improvised. Uh, well, you can follow us Twitter and Instagram at Jewel Queen TWO Old Queens. Follow me on Letterbox where I'm in the current movie ranking. Yes, yeah, so you can email us at toolqueens, twooldqueens at gmail.com. Let us know what you think if we got anything wrong. Um, if you've seen print, the Princess Switch 2 or 3, let us know if they're worth checking out. We also have a Patreon. Yes. You can follow that at patreon.com slash twooldqueens to get an extra episode, two episodes every month. Yes, just and we also have the episodes. Just double the episodes. We also have merch if you go to uh, T Public and search for Tool Queens. It's a lot of fun stuff. It's not too late to get those last minute Christmas gifts for yourself and your loved ones. Uh, and a percentage it of all the definitely is. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could order it and print out a receipt. Um, and a percentage of all the proceeds goes to the Okra Project. So you're not just buying merch, you are helping people out. And that's it. We'll see you next time yes. for a New Year's Eve movie. Yes. The last when we're going to watch Phantom Thread is our New Year's <laughs> Eve movie. So we'll see. Okay, that is several weeks of really basic movies, and now the Phantom Thread. So a real palate cleanser, a roller coaster. Uh, we'll see you next time, everybody. Yes. Stay safe. Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah. And may all your Christmases be. Whatever color you want them to be. I thought it was bright. Oh, and may, may your days be merry and bright. And may all your Christmases be white. Wow. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Arche and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.